Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Send your request, plus for text line at 410-583-1057. Nolan McGraw is there for you. Now it's 11 o'clock, 11.05 Eastern Time. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday, and we'll tabulate those and reveal it coming up around 145 or so. But let's talk some baseball. Winter meetings are in the rearview mirror. Now we're two months away, basically, from pitchers and catchers. Still a lot of free agents out there. Still a lot of trades possibly on the horizon here to talk about what's been done, what could be done from USA Today's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Friend of the show, he's Bob Nightingale. Bob, what's happening, man? Good morning. Yeah, morning, Bob. On the way to uh, L.A. right now. Well, look at you, big fancy dude that you are. But uh, the show a press conference, by the way, people, coming up 6 o'clock hour time. Start with the Orioles, of course, keeping it close to home. Craig Kimbrell comes in. We know the scenario. Felix Batista going to be out for all of 2024. There are some possible in-house candidates. I guess it seemed like Mike Elias wasn't really comfortable with them, the D.L. Halls, the Tyler Wellses of the world. So your thoughts, Bob Nightingale, on Kimbrell coming to Baltimore. Maybe not what he was in Atlanta, but is he still good enough to get people out in the AL East? You know, he's a, uh, you know, still a good reliever, not a great reliever. Obviously, there's going to be some hiccups. Uh, you know, I mean, might have cost Phillies, the Phillies the, uh, the World Series with the uh, you know, two blown saves he had in the playoffs here against Arizona. So, but yeah, still, you know, a veteran guy, you know, is a, uh, you know, for one year and for what they need him for, you know, it should be fine. Now, in regards to what Mike Elias was talking about in Nashville a week or so ago about the next move for Baltimore, does starting pitching or bringing in a frontline starter, does that still seem to be a major need for them? Or is there enough in-house and hoping that other guys take next steps to maybe, say, trading away big prospects for a Dylan Cease of the world isn't necessarily the end-all, be-all that we thought it was, say, a month or so ago? No, I definitely think it's a major need. They got to get somebody, whether it's a uh, 
you know, whether it's a cease, uh, looks like last night was going to LA, but they got to get somebody. I don't think they can expect to get to the, uh, you know, expect to go deep in October without that guy. Uh, and they certainly have the, enough prospects, young position players to get it done if they want to, but I think they have to get somebody. Now you look at their roster, the Orioles, Bob, they're going to make additions as we just talked about, but position player wise, are they still good enough to maybe compete? win, repeat as champions? Are we still looking at the Orioles as a playoff team as we're still two months away from pitchers and catchers? Oh, absolutely. I mean, right now, it's still on paper. They're still the favorites to, to win the division. I mean, they won 101 games, ran away with the thing. So, no, I, I still think they're the team to beat uh, to, to win the division. Uh, I just think they need a front-line starter if they want to go deep in October. But some people have, have had to go dreadfully long for them not to make a playoffs. Bob Nightingale, USA Today, joining us here. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Yankees, of course, get Juan Soto. He deferred all of the contract extension talks to his agent, Scott Boris, which is understandable. But Yankees make this move. What's next on the agenda for Brian Cashman trying to get back into the playoffs after a very disappointing 2023? Well, they need some pitching. Uh, I think they're the favorites for Yamamoto which would really help them. They need that front-line starter. And then I think they're, you know, pretty well set. Uh, but you need, another, you need another front-line guy. If not him, you know, trade for trade for somebody like a Cease or something like that. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, Snell's never pitched in a big market. I'm not sure he can handle New York. But a, uh, I think Yamamoto, he loves the spotlight. He's like the anti-Otani. So I, if he's not that's good to the Yankees, I think he goes to the Mets. Now, staying in the division, Toronto appeared as though, Bob, they were all in on Otani. Didn't happen, obviously. Boston's made some minor moves. Tampa's about to trade glass now, as you said. So what's next on the agenda for the other three as they chase Baltimore and New York and the moves they've made so far this offseason? Well, the Blue Jays need to make a splash. And they got a uh, just spent $300 million in stadium renovations. They got a lot of expensive tickets to sell. Uh, I think Bellinger might fall on the lap. You know, I think they may have to overpay to get him. Uh, but he would make the most sense. I don't see Yamamoto going there. Uh, you know, they could get like a Blake Snell type guy. But I would think Bellinger would be perfect for them. Bob, explain to me the Otani contract and the reasoning behind why they did it that way. Well, I mean, it was the same contract they uh, offered to the San Francisco Giants, uh, Blue Jays too. Okay, the Blue Jays, I don't think the deferrals were quite as much, but, you know, twofold. One, allows the, uh, you know, Dodgers to, uh, you know, not have the full $70 million luxury tax hit. Only, uh, you know, sub-70 is 46, so $24 million savings there. And then I think on the, uh, uh, for him, he doesn't have to pay state, California state taxes, which is uh, ridiculous. So I think it's a big thing for uh for them as well. Um, but it's, a, it's a huge cost savings for them. Now, Bob, what about uh, he can opt out if, uh, what, the president of baseball operations or the controlling owner leave? I've never heard of that one before. No, the only time we've seen that involved, uh, you know, involved uh, Freeman again was in Tampa Bay. If he left, Joe Madden could opt out. I remember he opted out. He went to the Cubs. So I've never seen it in a player contract. And, Talking to MLB people, they haven't either. Uh, but, you know, I don't see Freeman going anywhere unless he retires one day. He's a top paid executive, uh, done a you know, marvelous job there. So I don't think he's in danger of that. 
Bob Nigel, USA Today, talking some baseball with him. Bob, last thing before you make it down to L.A. and the beautiful people, the teams that did not make the playoffs this past season, who are we keeping an eye on more than any other right now? No, it's got to be the Yankees. You know, team that didn't make the playoffs, it's got to be the Yankees. I mean, Dodgers only won one, you know, one playoff game in the last two years. So, you know, they almost fit in there. But I, I got to say, the Yankees are the team to watch out for. I don't see anybody else. I think the Cubs want to make a splash, too. You know, whether it's a, uh, a Blake Snell or Bellinger, uh, they got to do something as well. But maybe those two teams uh, stand out the most. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Bob, we appreciate it. When you get to L.A., tell, uh, tell Shohei Atani we said hi. Here from Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and the family. And we'll talk to you in 2024. Look forward to it. Take care, buddy. You yep. got it. It's Bob Nightingale, everybody. Future Hall of Famer. I've been saying it since I've been talking to him, which is 20 years. You're going to be watching one day in Cooperstown. He's getting inducted. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. You can mark my words when we come back. How about we did a little, uh, get a little whip around fun going on. Well, if you want to be a Hall of Fame basketball player, play the Wizards. You're going to score 40 points a game. It's like happened last night down in D.C. We'll get into that. And a very, very entertaining Ravens historic moment happened on this date, December the 14th. And that Vinny's film breakdown of the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up at 11. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with 
brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. All right, Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Get your votes in Featured Artist Friday. Pick your songs for Total Request Thursday. There's so much to get into and be part of the fun. We were just talking about this with Damon Evans uh, earlier in the show. Talk about it next, uh, or tomorrow rather, Keith Cavanaugh, because Damon couldn't mention it by name. But uh, MJ Morris, quarterback transfer out of NC State, three-star recruit out of Georgia. He joins Maryland, 6'3", 205, 3-1 as a starter for the Wolfpack this year. Got hurt. Said he was going to redshirt and stick around in the program. He decided to change his mind, was sought after, apparently. And Mike Loxley won those sweepstakes. Uh, Leah Tunga-Viola is moving on because he's played six years of college football. So he goes on to the next phase of whatever his football career could be. I'm assuming he'll get a sniff in the NFL. But Mike Loxley needs a replacement. And maybe Cam Edge, could be Billy Edwards, but MJ Morris could come to College Park as the front runner for next year. But there's your Maryland football news. Of course, the bowl game against uh, Auburn coming up December 30th. You can hear it. 105.7 The Fan. 2 o'clock kick against Auburn. The Tigers early. Two-point favorites. Two and a half down at the Music City Bowl in Nashville. I've never been to Nashville, but I hear, Vinny, it's a pretty pretty happening town. Yeah, my sister-in-law moved there, moved to Nashville and stuff. But, yeah, it's... It's a really cool city, Bob. All right, let's get to a little NBA fun. And I, I again, Nolan, are you a gambler? Uh, light gambler. All right. Low stakes. Well, I, I'm with you. I'm $5.17 leg parlay guy. And hope you, I can win $10,000. But if you want to win real money and you got real money to, to bet, look at the Wizards schedule. Yeah. Look at the spread. Take the other team and bet the over. Last night... They were underdogs against New Orleans. The spread was, what, 230 or the over-under was 230 or something crazy like that. And then uh, the game began, and Brandon Ingram said, hey, this is like a pickup game as he went bananas down in D.C. Nine-point lead for the Pels. Brandon goes to it. He will. Strong to the hole. Corey Kisper was just on Ingram Itis. <laughs> Ingram Itis. Bally Sports, Brandon Ingram, Dookie. 40 points. Uh, Zion didn't even play yeah. in the game last night. 142-122 as the Pelicans blow out the Wizards. Wizards get blown out all the time. Uh, they're now 3-20 and on the year. 1-8 and at home. They've lost six straight. Kyle Kuzma probably regretting signing with Washington. He got over $100 million to do it, so maybe he... he uh, Rubs a $100 bill on his aching bones yeah. or whatever it is. But he had 27 on the night. Wills will play Indiana tomorrow night down in D.C., where, as we just said, Washington is 1-8. Miami beat Charlotte last night, 115-104. Uh, Haywood Highsmith is banged up. He's missed a few games there for the Heat, but they still win over the Hornets. Duncan Robinson, who was buried at the end of their bench last year, he scores 23. Toronto beat Atlanta, 135-128. Bruno Fernando, DNP coach's decision. Uh, Pascal Siakam had, uh, what, 33-7-7 for the uh, Raptors as they win. Houston, 117-104 over Memphis. Santi Aldama, Loyola, 7-5. 7 points, 5 boards for the Grizzlies in the loss. Cam uh, Whitmore 
out of Baltimore, Archbishop Spalding, one year of Villanova. He's killing it right now in the G League. So uh, he'll get his run with the Rockets, who have been one of the surprising teams in the NBA this year. Speaking of Indiana, they lose to Milwaukee 141-26. Jalen Smith's been hurt, hurt his knee, hurt his foot, so he's recovering. He had an awkward fall like two weeks ago. And if you look at his efficiency numbers mm-hmm. per minutes played and his production, he's one of the best in the league. But he hadn't played because he'd been banged up. But 141-26, it was the the Bucks. Giannis and Tentacupo, 64 points, 14 rebounds, three assists, four steals. The hubbub, however, after the game was uh, Oscar Schwebe, the former Kentucky Wildcat, got his first point as an NBA player. And then Giannis wanted the ball, and after the game, you saw the video footage. The rep threw it to a Milwaukee security guy. Right. So in the hubbub, going back to the locker rooms, somehow Indiana got hold of the ball. Giannis is saying, I wanted the ball because Dame Lillard hit like his 35th hundred three-point shot, which put him like fifth all-time in the NBA, and a melee ensued. And yeah. Rick Carlisle's like, and the GM of the Pacers apparently got elbowed. Carlisle, the head coach of Indiana, like, I don't really know which ball's which, but, you know, I get the scrum. There's two of them they use. It is what it is. But, hey, Oshwebe, how many people play in the NBA? Most of the people walking the face of the planet don't. Right. You get your first point, you probably won it. And I can understand where Dame Lillard, who scored a bazillion points, will want some sort of tribute, even though Giannis said he wanted it. Because he broke the franchise's scoring record. No. Giannis wanted it for Lillard. Because Lillard passed Kyle Korver for fifth all-time and three-pointers made. So Giannis said it wasn't even for him. It was for Dame Lillard. But then they gave a ball to Giannis, and Giannis said that wasn't the... uh, They don't know which one it was. Yeah. Well, he says... uh, Well, he said he knew... Because he said... uh, I know because of the feel of the ball. All right. Sure about that. Whatever you say. Right. But either way, it was uh, some uh, unnecessary drama. Well, they were saying, I guess. Bob, that Indy was pissed because he came back into the game. That's why they were mad. Right. And it was a blowout game. Right. And he came back with, what, three minutes ago to score eight points. Yeah. Nah, it's not all about him. You know what Belichick would say? You handle your players. I'll handle mine. You know? Utah, 117-113 over the Knicks. Colin Sexton, 26 for the Jazz in the win. Manuel quickly, stat-filled, 15-2-1 and two steals as New York loses out west. College basketball, it's Vinny and Haney, 105-7. The fan here on this uh, Total Request Thursday. Eh, Got to give Harmon the business on this one. 25th ranked Northwestern at home. What do you think happened? They lost. Yeah, who'd they lose to? A crappy team. Chicago State! Chicago, I think Al Capone had 47 points in this game. But Chicago State upsets Northwestern 75-73. By the way, if you're not a fan of college basketball, Northwestern being ranked is a rare, rare occurrence. UNLV, and this isn't Jerry Tarkanian's UNLV, but they upset number 8 Creighton last night, 79-64. 
and given the circumstances of the tragic shooting last week on the campus there. Nice win for the uh, Rebels, who improved to 4-4 four and four on the year. Hockey tonight, Caps taking on the Flyers in Philadelphia as uh, division foes get it on here. Yeah, and the thing for the Caps, Bob, is, is Philly's in third place in the Metro. Caps are in fourth, two points behind. You know, so if the Caps can win that game, they can tie Philly for third place in the Metro. And and the Caps have won two in a row. So they're they're doing, you know, I mean, they're 5-4-1 in their last 10. But they've won two in a row. Mm-hmm. And Over beat, a really good team. Yeah, they yeah. beat the Rangers who, you know, the Rangers are in first. They're struggling a little bit now. The hottest team in that division right now, Bob, is the Islanders. I mean, they're 7-1-2. and two. They've won four in a row. And they're in second place. They're they're uh, catching up to the Rangers right now. Yeah, Flyers, by the way, lost their last game, but they had won four straight prior to that. All right, let's get to it. This day in sports history, it is December the 14th. Heisman's were handed out on this day in 1991. Desmond Howard, now one of your favorite analysts there, uh, Nolan, on ESPN College Game Day. He uh, got the majority of the vote. Casey Weldon finished second. Florida State? Yeah. Everybody compared him to Joe Montana. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Way off with that one. And Ty Detmer, BYU, was third, who had won it the year. No, he won it. Rocket. He he took Rockets. Yeah. Was that 90? Andre Mm. Ware won it in 89. Is that right? Then it was Detmer, I think. Anyway, my wife was there. Not to tell you what her age might be. 1996. How about this one? Your boy. Out of Florida. Spurrier. Well he, well, he won the Heisman in the 60s, but guess who won the Heisman that year? 96, Vinny. 96. Played for you in Washington. Played for me in Washington. Which game? Disco is- Danny Werfel. Oh. Ah, brings back great memories. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> He's, oh, Bob, that's where uh, Steve Spurrier's. Steve Spurrier, you know, I tried to cut him all the time. He's magical. You can't cut him. Yeah. He makes wins disappear. Then I finally, yeah. (laughs) Then I finally got Spurrier okay. Then he come back next day. He says, no, my wife says we can't. (laughs) Troy Davis, Ohio State. Iowa State. State. Yeah, he finished second. And Jake Plummer finished third. Real quick, Ravens history, 2014 M&T Bank Stadium. Ravens beat Jacksonville 20-12. Kamar Aiken blocked a punt, ran it in for a touchdown in that one. Owen Daniels, remember him? He's one of those. Wisconsin. I forgot about that guy. He caught, caught a touchdown from Flacco. Tucker kicked two field goals. And on this date, three years ago in Cleveland, Monday Night Football, one of the most exciting games in Ravens history and arguably one of the greatest games in Monday Night Football history yet. Jackson trying to throw for it, and he's got it. Marquise Brown hangs on to the football and scores. How do you like that? This is for 55. And Justin Tucker has done it for Baltimore. Steve Levy on the call, ESPN, Monday Night Football, 47-42. Ravens beat the Browns. Lamar Jackson coming out of the locker room. Remember, he left the game. They never really confirmed what his issue was. Some speculate that he had, uh, you know, some... You know, bodily bodily function issues. I did see toilet paper on his cleats when he came running, running back on the field. But a 44-yard bomb to Hollywood, I think, tied the game. 
And then uh, Justin Tucker kicked a 55-yard field goal with about four seconds left to win it. Ravens 47-42, one of the great games in Ravens history. We'll come back. Let's break down that Jacksonville ball club. Ravens taking on the Jags or Sunday night, I should say. Three-point favorites down there. They've lost two in a row. They're not good at home. Coming off a loss at Cleveland this past Sunday, but they are a first-place team. Right now, they're the number four seed in the AFC, so maybe they still have hopes of uh, rising up the AFC ladder, but Baltimore trying to maintain their spot on top of the uh, conference. What's good, what's bad about Jacksonville, at least last week, Benny tells you next year on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, play it, get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. And we'll get into all of that in a couple of hours here. But the Ravens are at Jacksonville taking on the Jags, who have lost two in a row, three of five. Not all that great at home. Let's break them down a little bit, at least on their last game against Cleveland Film Study. Offense. Yeah, I, I what I did was I watched their last two against Cleveland and Cincy. And um, offensively, because Kirk got hurt in the Cincy game, so he's gone. They're, they're top receiver. And then, uh, so they have three guys that catch most of the balls for them. Three. And it's um, Evan Ingram the tight end and they just signed him they had him for one year and then um they gave him a new contract and he's been awesome for him i mean that dude's got 84 catches and 103 targets so he's gonna get a lot of there's three dudes that if you shut down those three they're gonna they're gonna get most of the targets and ingram's one with 103 targets 401 yak yards he is good after the catch and they like to line him out wide and use him because he's got athleticism. They'll they'll try to get him the ball quick, and especially the Ravens have struggled some in the middle of the field. They're going to work him in there. Now with the the receivers, Calvin Ridley's the other guy. Now Calvin's got five, 55 catches for 742 with five touchdowns, and he he's not a big yak guy. He's got 144 yak yards. He's a smaller guy, and he's had 97 targets. So 55 catches, 97. So their connection has not been that great. Whereas like with Ingram, you know, 
84 catches, 103 targets. Most time that you throw it to him, he's catching it. So with with Ridley, smaller guy, quick, fast, came. They traded from for the Falcons, and he was the one who was out last year. Suspended, um, yeah. Yep. So um, Ridley's he's a, he's a good player. I I, I like his route running, um, but he's inconsistent. Kind of shows up, then he doesn't show up. He disappears at times. And then the the other receiver for them is Zay Jones. And he's only played in seven games, but he's got 23 catches, averages 9.3. And um, he's got 32 yak yards, 47 targets. But he'll be more active in this game. So it's seven is Zay Jones. Calvin Ridley is number zero. And then Ingram is 17. Those are the three guys the wide receiver types. Now, running back, predominantly one dude, Travis Etienne, the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence's teammate from Clemson. Now, Etienne, Bob, you know what kind of happens with slower, or slower, smaller guys as the season goes, especially a guy like, like him who was pounding the rock really good at the beginning of the year. Littler guy, catches a lot of balls, runs the ball a lot, Start to take a pound at Bob, you know, and they don't look as fast or as quick or as explosive. Now, with Etienne, he's jersey number one. And in the Cleveland game, six times, six times, they lined him up at the quarterback position, you know, to run the football. Six times they did. So when he comes in, they're running it, and he's going to run off tackle. So at the end, they try to get him the football. Now he's rushed for 100 or 806 yards, but he's only averaging 3.7. He's only rushed for 100 yards one time, and that was back in October. <clears throat> he does have 44 catches. They like to get him the ball out of the backfield. And Bob, he has 416 yak yards. So I mean, that's where he is really good. So, and he's got 56 targets. So offensively, it's Etienne, Ridley, Ingram, and Zay Jones. Those are the four guys, period. Those four guys, if you can shut them down, and when we do keys tomorrow, we'll kind of it'll those will be hit. So uh, the skill guys, that that is the group. Now Trevor Lawrence, he's got 17 touchdowns. He's got 10 picks. He's been sacked 31 times. He, he has a 91 quarterback rating, and he's got the ankle that's getting better. And he's what full practice yesterday. Um, He'll try to force the ball some, and then he'll he'll he's susceptible to interceptions. Let's just say that when he's pressured, when he's pressured, and I think they can get pressure on him because the offensive line. Now the left tackle tackle they list number one is Walker Little. He was out last week against Cleveland. He did not play. He did play against the Bengals, and he is much better than Blake Hance, number seventy three, who played um, against Cleveland. So that could be a little iffy. But um, the left guard, Tyler Shatley, I think he was average. The center, Luke Fortner, I think he is average. The left side of the line, to me, is not great. That's where you got to attack. Like Matabike, Pierce, those guys can win those battles. The right side of the line is pretty good. Brandon Sheriff played for the drafted by the Redskins, you know, been a Pro Bowl type guy and stuff. And then Anton Harrison, first round pick for them. And. Plays light, but he's very athletic. Really athletic. So I think a crafty veteran 
may be able to get some stuff on them, like clowning. So the O-line is kind of a work in progress. They're, um, as run blockers, they're not a knock you off the ball. Well, Etienne's averaging 3.7. So they don't knock you off. They're more athletic type guys. So that is the deal with um, the offensive line. So as an overall offense, like I keep saying, four guys. Four guys is who you got. Etienne, Ridley, Ingram, and Zay Jones. And I would say in in the proper order, Etienne is number one, Ingram's two. Ridley's three. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, reset for you here on this Total <coughs> Request Thursday. News from the Nets coming up top of the hour. Going to hear from John Harbaugh. Going to hear from Kyle Hamilton. Going to hear from Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers, and many others who met with the media yesterday by herself. It's kind of that late week money. And then Melissa Kim's going to be joining us. We'll preview this Sunday night matchup. Ravens three-point favorites at Jacksonville. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Haney. Mick Ultra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7. The Fan. News for the Nest coming up top of the hour. Got Ravens talk coming your way. A couple of days away from the kickoff. What's Sunday night? 820 against Jacksonville, battle of first place teams. We, 1057 the fan, will be at the Green Turtle in Towson for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show. Brought to you by Rice Murtha Pasaurus. Our coverage starts at 5 o'clock, so stay tuned for that. Buy or sell 1215. Count some cash, hopefully. And then Melissa Kim's going to be joining us. Preview the Jacksonville matchup with her. Kyle Hamilton was out of practice yesterday. What does all of this mean? Mm-hmm. We don't know right now, but let's get out to the phones. Here on this Total Request Thursday. That's for you, Damon Evans. Most wonderful time of the year. Who's that? Tony Bennett? Was that Tony Bennett? Andy Williams. Andy Williams. Andy Williams. Why do I know Andy? Oh, that's right. He found the Osmonds. Let's go to our beauty. Bring in Ed. Ed, what's happening? Uh, Bob Benny, good afternoon to you, gentlemen. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good, Bob. Thank you for asking. Um, NFL assessment call today in regard to safeguards against first-team talent injury prevention, especially at the quarterback position. Deep six to 17th game completely. Keep the schedule even number at 16. That makes no sense. Um, shut the entire league down for all teams after the eighth game played each year for equality recuperation restart concerns. Totally eliminate Thursday night play. No way is that enough recovery time. We've seen numerous unnecessary injuries on Thursday nights. League office, schedule to showcase games Sunday night or Monday night, one or the other, but not both. Disallow the brotherly shove scrum pile Fast whistle, when you clearly see the ball carrier, forward progress, self-inertia is stopped. It's ridiculously risky to allow it as is. They need to look at that, uh, especially before you get to the playoffs. Um, Intercontinental games. Football, American tradition. However, if another country makes an accommodation request, give the teams freedom of choice to accept it or deny it. Um, the invitation. Some teams might not want the lengthy itinerary headaches to go along with that. Don't force feed it. This time of year, Saturday college football law period, NFL gladly fills the void. Don't consider it rest period concerning. The other stuff mentioned 
do see that as hindsight thought for necessary change. And last thing, my entire point, don't cripple your own product for monetary gain over player health considerations. That's it, gentlemen. I don't want to see the second stringers playing. And I hear you there, yeah. buddy. Thank you. And they're, they're having the meetings now. And I read that Troy Vincent, to Ed's point about the brotherly shove or the tush push, whatever yeah. you want to call it, basically said, eh, this isn't a concern of ours right now. Philly just does it better than everyone else. And quite frankly, they're pretty much the only team that does it. But the Ravens saw a shove touchdown. You saw last week Josh Allen against Kansas City was shoved six, seven yards yep. into the end zone. And I believe, any at one point in time, that was against it was the rules. Yeah. Now it has been accepted. But Troy Vincent basically saying, look, Philly's the only team that really utilizes it. They just do it better. But until, I guess, when someone really important starts to bitch about it, then they'll change. Look, Thursday night football, duh, that's bad. No, it's But, it's, but as Ed it's said, awful. it's all about the cash, man. Cash grab. <clears throat> yeah, and, and then the... And inter- it's one of, in a system, didn't mean to interrupt, where it's not even available to 100% of your audience, which makes it even more stupid. Bob, I totally agree. I mean, do I like watching a good Thursday night game? Yes. Yep. Because I, I like watching... I like watching football. I, I, Bob, if they had them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, fine. I mean, the college season's awesome. Because we got pro on Thursday. Oh, they get the the, the games on Tuesday nights, the yeah. old Mac Mac action, Maction. Yeah, and it's all about it's all about the dollars. Same with the international games. You know, now they're going to Brazil next year, San Paulo. I mean that what's that? About a six eight hour flight, I think. No idea. But uh yeah, I they're gonna have a hundred thousand people there and is it strange for the players and stuff? Yeah, I mean, you got to learn from Harps. Being there the whole week, it's the only way to go. It's an adjustment, and whatever teams go, they lose a home game, whoever the designated yeah. home team is. Jacksonville's usually in that scrum, but they're usually over there in uh, England doing their business. And this year, I believe they played two they, uh, they games did. overseas. And they won them both. But it's all about the cash. I mean, it, it I mean, we all know it's all about money. It's why the sports has gotten out of control with the salaries, TV networks, why the you know, playoff games and all sports aren't available on free TV. You got to pay to watch them. There's going to be an NFL playoff game this year on streaming, not regular television. This Saturday's games, if you don't have NFL Network, you can't watch them. And there's three of them. You know, it doesn't affect me personally, but I absolutely sympathize with people that might be on fixed incomes who can't afford to watch sports to that level when it comes to financial commitments. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Come back. News for the Nest. Go to hear from the Ravens. Big game coming up, of course, Sunday at Jacksonville. By herself, 1215. We'll count our money, hopefully. And then Melissa Kim's going to be joining us. Our colleague here on The Fan will preview the game against Jacksonville. And Kyle Hamilton back at practice. What does that mean? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.